0: And away we go. And away we go. Uh, Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, children of all persuasion. I'm trying to get a good angle here so that I can, uh, uh, but you know, I don't like that the ceiling. You know what? You're just going to have to live with the ceiling, okay? Um, I got you split there on the... uh, on the uh, two windows in the back, at least in a Facebook shot, so that we got some sort of symmetry. We're going for some sort of symmetry. Uh, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dad. You are watching and listening to Living on a Thin Line with me, Tony Visick. This is your daily diversion from all the strangeness, weirdness, anxiety, hoopla, anger, and scary stuff going on in the world today. It's where we take a little break from it all and talk about silly things in a silly way. And every once in a while we get drop dead serious. So uh, uh, I've, got, uh, I've got a whiz bang of a program i put together for you today. <clears throat> if you uh, know anything about this program, you know that uh, one of the things we do is I always recommend in the uh, second half, uh, two artists are uh, two pieces of music or bands based on my extensive vinyl collection. And today I've got some really rare stuff, some stuff that uh, uh, you've never heard of. I just don't like this angle. With my there. I love that angle. That's a nice angle. Cheryl, move that. Move the YouTube computer over just a little bit. Just a little bit. There. Over this way. Over this way. Come over this way. There we go. Now we got it all. Kids, we got it all. Now we're looking good. Now we're looking sharp. Um, And I've got, uh, I was saying, I've got two pieces of music today that, um, with some really obscure artists that I really want you to be able to take to heart. One of these artists is uh, one of the most, uh, uh, is in one of the most famous films of my generation, and everybody knows her, but you don't know her name, and you don't know that at one time, or for many years, she was a great uh, opera singer, so uh, we're going to be recommending that a little later on in the program, I got that for you, then um, I'm just not happy, you know what, I'm not angle happy today, damn it, I'm not angle happy, there, how's that angle look, all right, so I got that coming up for you, along with uh, uh, some interesting memorabilia to uh, show you that we can talk about. Uh, you're not going to believe this when I show it to you. You're going to go, no, that's not true. But it'll be true. It'll be absolutely true. Uh, we build this show around a couple things, ladies and gentlemen. The, uh, uh, the music that I recommend, uh, the memorabilia or uh, piece of uh, uh, personal history or autograph that I share with you, and, of course, interaction with you, and you can interact with us. In three ways. Three ways. And one is uh, com. The other one is on Facebook Live. I can see as you're posting up right here. As you ask questions and make snarky comments. And I can respond to them. And of course, on YouTube. So, YouTube on uh, uh, comedy, uh, the Comedy Schools channel. This is, we're going into the 60s now with this uh, program. This was something we decided to do every day once... Uh, the crisis began, began uh, once quarantine began. And uh, I know that some places are opening up. Uh, hello, Kelly. Hello, Charles. Hello, Tita and Mike. Hello, Champ. Uh, some states are opening up more quickly than others. Uh, uh, Tim's here today. Tim, I hope you're recovering well, sir. I hope you're recovering well. Um, that uh, some are opening more quickly than others. Some people are ready to go run it out in the streets. And some people are being a little more cautious. I am being semi-cautious. I'll be frank with you. Uh, we, uh, we do go to the store. Uh, and we go to the store uh, not just, you know, necessary. Uh, we do wear masks. We're like mask people. It's all of a sudden, the country is broken down into mask and non-mask people. And uh, 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 Tina, Mike Lawson, say hi to Tony and Shirley. So uh, my friends from uh, Missouri, Missouri. Uh, Back there in uh, Jefferson County, beautiful place, man. Jefferson County is just gorgeous, especially in the spring and the summer, even in the winter when it snows. But we become a society of mask and non-mask. So let's be clear. When you wear a mask, I got one sitting here, and this is not the best mask in the world. This is actually something I use for yard work, and it's not what I wear when I go out. But when this all first happened, this is the only thing that I had. So I wore it. The mask protects you from me in case I have the uh, the virus. And your mask protects me from you. Not 100%, maybe not even 90%, but it does increase the safety factor. So by wearing a mask, you are actually doing an act of selflessness, of showing that, all right, I care about the people around me. How did someone explain it one time? This is the meme that I saw. It says, uh, like, say that you're not wearing pants and someone else isn't wearing pants and they pee, okay, and their pee gets on you, all right? But if you're if you're wearing pants and they pee, still some pee gets on you, but not as much. But if you're both wearing pants and they pee, no pee gets on you. So don't pee on people with your face. No face peeing is what I'm saying, Um uh, I, uh, I had to go to the doctor yesterday, nothing big, nothing huge, nothing major, just, you know, uh, a checkup, and they're, they're open now, and uh, they're having people come in, and uh, they kind of required me to come in in order to get uh, some of my prescriptions renewed, and I thought it was kind of weird, but I did, and everybody was wearing masks, everybody was safe. It's what we're going to have to do for a while, until they come up with tri- really effective treatments, until they come up with vaccines, it's what we'll have to do. It's what we should do. So uh, later on today, when I am out uh, uh, sumo wrestling, that's my—that's <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, that's my hobby. I—I haven't told anybody—is I like to go out with just a towel wrapped around my uh, genitalia and uh, get into a, a big mud vat with a 400-pound Japanese guy and sumo wrestle. So uh, uh, when I do that, uh, I do wear a mask. I do wear a mask so that I'll be safe. Greg Paul says, pee on me. That's a fun Saturday night. Well, I'm sure you think it is, Gregory. Hey, you know who uh, just joined us, who's uh, on the program right now, uh, who's watching, is none other than one of the funniest ladies I know in Phoenix, and a woman who uh, recently, when uh, my uh, wife and I were reviewing some videos, was watching one of her videos and goes, why isn't that girl famous already? And who are we talking about? We're talking about Mary Upchurch. Mary Upchurch has joined the Facebook Live crowd. She is watching. And this Sunday night, ladies and gentlemen, May 24th, this Sunday night, May 24th, at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, Mary Upchurch will be the headliner for Tony Visick Presents Sunday Night's Funnier. So if you're looking for something to do Sunday night and you want to see somebody truly funny, I mean somebody of HBO caliber, and I mean this, and Mary, I know you get embarrassed when I say this, somebody of HBO calendar, somebody of caliber, somebody of tonight's show caliber, tune in Sunday night, 7 p.m., Go to ComedySchools.com or ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. Go to ComedySchools.com, scroll to get tickets, click, click the link, only 10 bucks. If you got 10 people quarantining your house, all 10 can watch the show. If it's five, it's you by yourself. Here's the cool thing about the 10 bucks. What's it go for? What do we spend it on? Weed. No, we don't spend it on weed. We uh, The money goes to pay the comics and to local food banks. So you're helping out. You're helping keep people employed. And you're helping uh, people who are in need when you spend 10 bucks and you get to laugh your fool ass off. uh, uh, These comics are going to kill you at laughter, not with a virus. So uh, I know some of the clubs are opening. We have scheduled at the end of June our first live show. We're going to play it as it goes, see how things are going. If it's unsafe, if it's still very unsafe, we won't do it. But uh, I think it's too early, uh, me personally, to be go running out into nightclubs to watch some open micer sit there and uh, cuss about his parents, uh, you know, in some bar someplace. So we're not doing that yet. Okay, 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 okay. I wish Shale Brenner was here. Shale's on the show too. She's uh, someone who regularly watches and she's going to be on the Sunday night show and she was asking me a question about microphones. Just to let you know something about microphones, if anybody you want to know. The microphone that I'm using, the microphone that you see in my hand, is a Shure 58. It's a Shure 58. It's kind of like the standard for uh, um, comedy clubs and for uh, stages because it's designed to pick up a person talking. I primarily have it for ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. It feeds through the soundboard, which is sitting right below me here, into the computer, so we got a clear signal there, but it's a great sounding microphone designed to pick up people speaking. So if you've ever decided I would like to do some public speaking, I'd like to do a little talking. Get yourself a Shure 58. You can get a Shure 38. It's almost the same thing, a little cheaper. They are not the ultimate best, but they're damn good, extremely good. There's not a big difference between these and the ultimate best, and they're sturdy. They're sturdy. So uh, Shale had written me today because she's on the Sunday show wanting to know uh, what kind of microphone she should get. So I was, I'm just giving that information. But she's not here, so it's useless, because how many of you are going to go out and buy a microphone? Robin Keller, are you going to go out and buy a microphone? David John, you might go out and buy a microphone. Get a Shure 58. I've got a little rig, uh, not a rig, like, you know, like in the 70s, like what you shoot up with. Uh, I got a little rig uh, where we uh, uh, broadcast our Zoom shows, uh, which is in our other studio, which is about 10 feet from here. <laughs> where I've got a little piggyback amp and the wire that I have that runs from the microphone runs directly into the amp. And uh, it really helps uh, with the Zoom shows with the presentation for you guys, okay? All right. What memorabilia do I have to show you right now? Look at this. That's a medal. I'm surprised I even showed them this before, show because I'm proud of this. All right, look at that. You can't read it. Look at that, YouTubers. I don't know if you can read it. Okay, in the back, what do you see? It's pretty cool. I'm trying to hold it still so my finger gets in the way. So what am I holding up here, ladies and gentlemen? What is this? This says, you ready? Ready? David Wayne is sure sounds good. It's Yeah, that's fun. funny. The City of Los Angeles Marathon 20th Anniversary. LA Marathon 20, March 6th, 2005. And on the back it says Honda and it says name and time. And I never got my name and time engraved on it. But in 2005, March 6th of 2005, I, Tony Vizick, I, Anthony David Vizick, will testify that I ran the L.A. Marathon. I was um, 50 years old, I believe, 50. And I had decided that I wanted to run a marathon while I still could. And I knew that it was going to become more difficult as the years went by. So uh, I trained. I had a great trainer. You know who my trainer was? Was uh, My younger brother, Jerry, is a marathoner, or he was a marathoner. He's probably ran over 100 marathons. And he helped train me, and I ran in the LA Marathon. I completed it, and damn it, I got a medal. So it was one of those things. I said, like, I want to do this before I get old. And I did, and it's pretty cool. I ran one marathon in my life. <clears throat> Since then, I haven't ran a half marathon, a quarter marathon. I ran for a little while after that, uh, two miles at a pop stuff. And then my back started going, so I couldn't run on a regular basis. So it was smart of me. It was intelligent on my part, to be perfectly honest, to run it then at 50. And at 50, I thought I was old, and uh, 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 I wasn't. But when you're 50, you think you're old, don't you? And then all of a sudden, you hit uh, 64. I'll be 65 in August. If you uh, are you uh, 50 in 2005, he, uh, Greg Paul says, that makes your face memorabilia. And it's memorable, unlike uh, yours, because you've got a great face for radio, Greg. Uh, Tim Lawson says, I'll never do that. Dave Van Wunke says, that's awesome, Tony. Yeah, you know, I couldn't do it now. I don't think I could do a half marathon now. Um, <clears throat> I think it would hurt me. I think it would hurt me. I tell you, it won't hurt you. You know it won't hurt you. There's something you can do no matter how old you are. No matter how old, no matter how young, uh it's never too late to find something new to do. Running a marathon was new to me. The truth is in the 70s when running first became a craze, like when everybody's wearing those track suits and stuff, uh I was running like a mile mile and a half. I was nobody else in Jefferson County was running uh except for like the track guys, you know Don Shell and those guys, but uh uh I was running, and uh, uh, then later on, some people got the fever and carried it even further. But um, uh, in 2005, I did run, uh, run a, uh, the full entire marathon. Uh, Greg Paul says, I do. My face is birth control. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of vile things I could say right now. <laughs> but I'll wait till I see you, Craig, which I hope is soon and save to your face. I'll say it to your face. Okay, uh, Mr. Hitbass. Tim Lawson is Mr. Hitbass, in in uh, high school. He was our uh, he was a uh, track coach. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. So in high school, I wasn't too interested in running. I I was on the track team one year. I actually won a uh, ribbon then that got thrown away, but I took that because my dad said if I didn't do something productive, he was going to put me in juvenile hall, and so I ate amphetamines and ran. Ha 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 Youth, ha youth. But uh, in 2005, I'd been sober for quite some time, and I uh, was doing it strictly for health. And I uh, have accomplished something. Okie doke. Kevin Brown says stage. My laptop is like 20 seconds delayed from my phone watching you. Uh, how that for a race? So not on, I think I think Kev that you're uh, maybe you're doing voice to speak because the last sentence made no sentence. Let me get ladies and gentlemen to a couple things. I was gonna say you can always find something new to do, and uh, what I'm going to recommend now, um, uh, doesn't hurt, okay? Uh, it, it doesn't wear you out. It doesn't make you short of breath. Uh, it doesn't make you sick. Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever thought about speaking publicly? Have you ever thought about trying stand-up comedy? I know you're going, oh, I'd never try that. Well, why not? Why not? Let me tell all of you out there who haven't tried stand-up comedy. I've known a lot of stand-up comics. And half the people on here, and some of them, of course, are stand-up comics, but half the people aren't stand-up comics could be just as good as people out there working today. So um, I've got new workshops starting uh, for beginners this coming Thursday, a week from today, a week from today, okay, May 28th, I got a brand new workshop, no matter where you are in the country, no matter where you are in the world, you can take a workshop with me, Tony, visit go to comedyschools.com to find out. All right. Kevin Brown said, "I've been on, and no comments come up from my laptop view. I meant strange. All right. So, uh, well, uh, we got we got comments here. Uh, okay. All right. Let's get to the music. All right. So this first one uh, is uh, uh, something to me, uh, and it won't mean much to you. But uh, there's a picture of a guy with a mustache. What is that? Is a guy who looks like a '70s porn star? <clears throat> That's what it looks like. Okay. But it's not. Okay." This was one of the greatest jazz singers of all time, and one of the most unheralded. And my God, I got this album for 99 cents, and I knew this man. I knew this man, and his name was Kenny Rankin. Now, ah, how respected was Kenny Rankin in music? This album was produced by Don Costa. Uh, it was arranged and conducted by Don Costa. Uh, produced by Michael Stewart. Don Costa, who was uh, the arranger and conductor of Frank Sinatra albums. Kenny Rankin, uh, let's see what's on this album. House of Gold, Here's That Rainy Day, Make Believe, On and On, You Are So Beautiful. Groovin', While My Guitar Gently Weeps, I Love You and Through the Eyes of an Eagle. And of course, the big hit here, When Sunny Gets Blue. So if you want to treat yourself to something wonderful, as a matter of fact, when the show's done, I'm either going to put this album on and let Shirley listen to it or ask Alexa to play uh, Sunny uh, when Sunny Gets Blue. And you will hear one of the great jazz... The guy looked like a stevedore. He looked like a truck driver. He was broad-shouldered, thick, kind of a growly New York voice. But when he sang, ah, oh, just like a bird. Gorgeous. And he did a version of Blackbird, the Beatles' Blackbird, that Paul McCartney said was better than the Beatles' version. Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely stunning. I had met Kenny in the uh, late 90s in LA, and saw him in a little tiny ch- jazz club off of Cherokee Avenue in Hollywood, right off of Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, it was one of those places where you're paying like 70 bucks. You know, it's a supper club, but I was into that back then. I was, I was going to a lot of jazz clubs, and it thrilled me to be able to watch someone I knew doing his work <clears throat> in that intimate setting. So, Google or YouTube Kenny Rankin. YouTube Kenny Rankin, YouTube When Sunny Gets Blue, and you two, his version of Blackbird, and you go, wow, Tony turned us on to something really cool. Now, this next one's a bit of a novelty, to be honest with you. Okay? All right? But you're going to get a kick out of this. So we're out of the realm of rock and roll and classic rock and stuff that I grew up listening to uh, and stuff that some of you grew up listening to. Now, But you know this lady. You know this lady. Let me see. There's her face. There you can see. All right. And I'm going to read it to you because I know it's backwards on Facebook. All right. So who is that lady? Who is that lady? Who is that? Her name is Morgana King. Still don't know who she is, do you? You still don't know who Morgana King is. Let me read you the first paragraph of uh, the liner notes. And it says, I dare you to tangle with Morgana King in this Pandora box of melodies and moods. The title, It's a Quiet Thing, suggests the quest she has in mind as she works her way through the thoughts and silences and strangeness of the world we live in. Wow, that's kind of pressing for right now. The world that is inside the eyes that read this text. That you that bounces with joy and cries with pain. Words are so damned impotent. They never tell adequately that we love And when we look down into the casket and see the lines and the folds of the faces of what was our love. We then tear at our insides because we know we never said enough of what we knew. So this is about some of the songs on here. So Morgana King was a great singer. And a great opera singer. And you know her. You know her. But you don't know her as a singer, although you saw her sing. You don't know her as an opera singer you saw her sing and where did you see her sing you saw her sing in the movie The Godfather because in the movie The Godfather this great jazz opera singer Organa King played Marlon Brando's wife and for those of us who grew up watching The Godfather we didn't know who it was we thought just some actress we all knew Marlon Brando we all knew Robert Duvall we all got to know Al Pacino James Khan but uh, some of the other characters went on and did other things You know, uh, um, uh, Abe Vigoda went on to play Fish, you know, in Barney Miller. But Morgana King didn't do a lot of work. Talia Shire in the Rocky movies. Morgana King did not go on to be a big name in theater and film and with the film going public. But for many years, she was one of the most respected artists in the world of opera and jazz. So here you see her. And I don't know if you can really make out the picture. As a beautiful, pensive young woman. Okay? Now, we got to know her a few years after this album came out when she played uh, Mrs. Vito Corleone. But none of us knew that. None of us knew as we were uh, young people watching The Godfather. This woman had an entire career that was totally different. And it makes sense, of course, that Francis Ford Coppola and his father, who uh, was the arranger and conductor of The Godfather, would cast a jazz opera singer like Morgana King because they knew music and they knew her. So the next time you watch The Godfather, you now know a little bit more about a movie you may have seen 100 times. Because now you know that the lady playing the wife of Marlon Brando had an entire life and career all her own separate from that film. Isn't that cool? That's pretty darn cool, isn't it? All right, so... um. We're going to kind of wrap it up today, you guys. Like I said, this is just your daily diversion. It's your daily diversion for everything going on. It's a place for all of us to meet. As we're going about our day, I've already had a whole long day. You've probably already had a whole long day. i got a whole bunch of day and night ahead of me still. Okay, this is our break. This is our snack. This is our box of Cheez-Its. This is our entire can of Pringles. This is our bowl of ice cream. That's what we have right here in the middle of the day. And then we move on uh, and do what we got to do. Because we're going to not only survive, we're going to thrive, all right? And I'm going to provide you, as much as I can, those diversions that allow you to take a breather and take a break and move forward. And I've got them for you. I'll tell you what. If you want to see something free Friday night, I got something for you Friday night. And here's what I got. I got Class Clowns, which is the longest-running comedy showcase in the Valley of the Sun. It's what I've been doing for 20 years. It is the showcase where artists that I work with are now going to, they've been working on a new set or a new act for the last five or six weeks, and they're going to showcase it. This is the show that has seen people go from their first show to national television. And we've got one this Friday night. The show is free, all right? But in order to be able to watch it, you've got to write me personally. Send me a message on Messenger or write me at comedyschools.hotmail.com, and I'll send you the code, okay? But the codes are only going to those people. They're only going out to select people, but I'll send you one, Okay? if you were to watch the show. I got that free for you Friday, just for watching. Okay? Then, Sunday night, we have Tony Visick present Sunday Night's Funnier with headliner uh, Mary Upchurch, along with guests. And the guests are uh, Shale Brenner, very funny, uh, brand new uh, comic, and Fred Scott, and why am I blanking on the third... Uh, Kabari Erdy. Kabari Erdy. So, uh, uh, you, think, you would think a guy who's uh, his whole life, people haven't been able to pronounce his last name properly, would work doubly hard to pronounce people's names right. But no, I don't. Uh, Greg says, I have to go back to COVID, brush fires, and politics. That's right. Greg, we'll see you around, buddy. Greg is uh, uh, a news director of a major uh, major radio station here in town, and we're glad that he took time from his day to watch us. So Sunday night, I got a great show. Those tickets are only 10 bucks. Go to comedyschools.com and scroll to get tickets and click... And with your ten bucks, we're gonna pay the comics and donate money to local food banks. I got stuff for you Friday. I got stuff for you Sunday. Also Saturday night. Saturday night. This show is on at seven p.m. It's on at seven p.m. It's our Saturday night comedy jubilee. Once again, absolutely free. Living on a thin line. Saturday night. I've got entertainment for you guys. Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night. Two out of three are free. The other one, the only other one on Sunday is ten bucks. I think that's pretty good. If you watch all three, that works out to like. $3.33 and a third cent per show. So do it. Buy a ticket for Sunday night. Watch for free Friday and Saturday, okay? All right, I'm going to wrap up. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being with me today. Uh, I hope it's important to you because, damn it, it's important to me. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow at 2 p.m. with a brand new edition of Living on a Thin Line with Tony Vizek with more records and more goofy stuff to show you. All right, until then... You have a safe, sane day. Thank you. Bye-bye.